0: Gather round, gather round, join us for a spell. There is magic to be found, and stories here to tell. Feed the fire, merry meat, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome at our hearth for a little bonfire babble. Bonfire babble. Hey, everybody. You may have seen on our Instagram that we have an interview coming up with Teresa of Warrior Goddess Witchcraft on Instagram and WarriorGoddessWitchcraft.com. And she is offering a class right now, a really exciting class, which both Corey and I are taking. And I'm so she, excited. I am too. I don't get to start taking mine until the 26th. It's a work at your own pace. It's not an in-person. It's a webinar.
1: Uh, is it a webinar? Is that what you would call it? It's, yeah, I'd call it a webinar. It's a pre-recorded. It's an an online course. And we are very excited because (laughs) Teresa has offered us a gift for our listeners. Our own discount code. Yes, a little promo code for you to get 10% off of the Warrior Journey, which is the course that is currently up on her website. I used it. I'm excited about it. I love a discount code. So if you want to sign up for the Warrior Journey class course, just go to warriorgoddesswitchcraft.com. Click on the tab that says Journeys. And when you sign up for the Warrior's Journey, just use promo code BONFIRE10 and you'll get 10% off. And it's really, as a person who is always trying to take acting classes, this is very, very inexpensive.
0: BONFIRE10 is your code welcome to the bonfire exploring magic with two modern witches i'm corey and i'm Detta. and that that you hear in the background i'm sure is my cat river who wants to be in the booth with us very
1: badly today she's just she wants to be a star she does and she knows that this is her chance and yeah <laughs> she doesn't understand why you're withholding she
0: wants her. to be heard is what is happening here. And you know what? It's so interesting. She's not my familiar out of the millions of cats that I have. She's so not. But it's so funny that every single time now that we start recording Bonfire, she sits outside my door. It's like, um, I might not be your familiar, but I could be your recording buddy. I, I don't know.
1: And it's like, yeah, if you could be silent, you could absolutely be my recording <laughs> buddy. <laughs> even if she came in Whoa. here and I held her and she went brrr,
0: brrr, over and over again. I mean, that probably wouldn't even bother listeners. I don't
1: know.
0: No, so. that's a little ASMR goodness Ooh. there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am not making fun of ASMR. So I was... No, I oh. love me some
1: ASMR. Oof. People brushing me, Especially the visual asmr me too oh big fan yeah big fan i recently and i know this probably doesn't count but i saw somebody who makes uh videos of refurbishing or customizing video game controllers and consoles and they just put like chilled out like lo-fi music behind it and i was like cool i live here now this is where i live (laughs) there we go oh Oh, it's the best cool
0: well, you had something you wanted to bring to the fireside chat today.
1: Yes, I have a little, I have a little chat. I have a dun, dun 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 therapy update. Well, I am pretty excited. Well, <laughs> um, I had my very first session with a new therapist uh, last week, and by the time this comes out, that will be a few weeks ago, and I have another one on Friday, and I'm just so excited because she's great. She's great. She's great. Oh, I'm so we glad. Get along super great. So, you like her? Yeah, she's great. Uh, she's great. We laughed most of the time. Uh, and she, like, it felt more like a conversation. And she took my desire to get tested for ADHD seriously and, like, immediately was like I'll talk to Kaiser because they're your insurance and we'll see about getting you a test and I was like yes thank you uh so that's great can we do a little Um, PSA here really fast
0: I know this is not like a a witchy topic but I bet it affects a lot of people
1: ADHD mental health is in everybody right
0: it really is but ADHD specifically is they are finding the root of a lot of different things that you think you have like hearing loss
1: Hearing loss, actually, I don't remember which way it goes. Memory problems. Yep. Yep. They're also learning that a lot of children, children, people my age, when they were children, who were categorized as, quote unquote, gifted, Mm -hmm. uh, were actually (laughs) people-pleasing (laughs) fawns. who had ADHD that yeah. went completely undiagnosed, yeah. which is what's true of my case, I think. And it's not obviously the case for everybody. Some people are just hella gifted all the time forever. Mm-hmm. But for me, it turned into uh, a much bigger problem.
0: Well, I, I, I want to find this article... And because I apologize that I can't remember which way it goes, that ADHD is either the root cause of a lot of other symptoms that we have. And that's why it goes so misdiagnosed or vice versa, that we get that ADHD is a symptom of like hearing loss or something like that. But I think it's the other way. I think it's ADHD is causes the other stuff.
1: What I think from my I am not a doctor Mm -hmm. perspective um, is that ADHD is just bigger than they thought it was. And has more manifestations than they thought. Um, Because the brain is a spectrum of issues. And like you can't just say this is one thing and this is how it manifests in everybody.
0: Do you know what I think about that? The brain thing? There's so much that we're allowing ourselves to learn that as far as the brain goes and the study of the brain in correlation to our magic, our our brain connection with our soul, connection with our energy, connection with our auras and our chakras, we cannot ignore our brain because we are spiritual beings having a physical experience. But our brain is part of that.
1: And I think that what people think, too, is that there's a limit. And I don't think there is a limit. I agree. I think that there is endless potential for exploration in your own brain. I agree. Um, and like... Obviously, there are studies about, like, retention, like, you can only memorize a certain amount of things in a day or whatever people cap out, like, you can't multitask, technically, like, that's a study that's been done. And, like, there are things we we know that are limits on, like, performance of the brain but there's no limit on like what you can continue to grow and find mm-hmm. and explore in your own brain but the long story short is that i like my new therapist quite a lot she's like the cool aunt oh she's like a cool wine aunt <laughs> and like i love her and we've only had one session and i'm like so excited about friday oh i'm glad yeah that's really cool yeah so that's my Congratulations. Therapy update. <laughs>
0: I think that should have its own song. One yeah. more time. Therapy update. Yeah, I like
1: it. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's, a, <laughs> we'll, it's a keeper. We're
0: we'll keeping put some that. cute
1: like techno behind it or something. <laughs> um. <laughs> 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 well, Dada, why don't you tell us what we're talking about today? We're talking about some spells today.
0: Yay! Yeah. But not yeah. like in
1: general. We're not no. speaking in generalities today. No, we're no. talking. What have
0: we done? We are talking specific spells. Before we jump into the spell work, let's talk about foundations of the spell work. I was talking to a friend and I was telling them about my teaching acting and how I've been teaching acting for a really long time. And I teach beginning acting. And I always know, I always remember what to tell new actors. One, because I'm a teacher and I've made a lesson plan, but I I have to go back and remember because I may get to the things I'm teaching lightning fast in my craft. I, I can skip over steps or get to them more quickly because they're already integrated into my practice because I've been acting for so long or I click into something really quickly, right? Yes, mm-hmm. she, you're shaking your head because you yeah. do that
1: too. Emotional recall happens instantly from like, it's a process that I begin instantly now that a lot of people um, like forget is so important to scene work or, or like building a character or like trying different reads on lines. Like Mm -hmm. emotional recall is incredibly helpful to me. I sometimes forget that like I have that training in like my body all the time, but not everybody does.
0: Right. And the same thing is true for establishing a foundation for spell work. And I forget and skip over some steps sometimes when we're talking on the podcast or I say phrases that I think everybody's going to know. And I was reminded of this absolute, she was one of my first teachers, I will say, via a book, although I'm so excited I actually get to work with her, well, I was going to say in person, but in person via Zoom in April and in June. Her name is Lori Cabot. She is one of the first people that taught me how to meditate in a way that I could be open to my psychic power and to communicating with a lot more awareness. And I know that it is this technique that allows me to travel to the astral plane and do all this work that we talked about in the deity episode. And that it's these alpha waves getting to that state that allows you to be in that state of readiness, readiness for creation in order to engage in our spell work. And if you go to her Instagram page, and the woman is 88 years old, y'all. Yeah, I think she's about to turn 89. So on her Instagram page, she posts a color of the day and she owns a shop in Salem, Massachusetts.
1: Oh, I was like Salem, Oregon?
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) Called Enchantments. You may have heard of it. It's a pretty famous occult store. And when you look at a picture of her, you might recognize where Stevie Nicks got her look from. She was one of the first out witches who walked down the street Very openly and very publicly, with her witch's robes on, and proclaimed to be a witch. She was one of the first witches out of the broom closet. Anyway, Lori Cabot is a really powerful witch. She taught a lot of other witches via book, via in person, how to reach this state. So, I'm not going to talk you through that meditation. You may already have a meditation practice in place, but if you are a new witch and you're looking for something, I want to encourage you to go look for her books and check out her color number combination meditation to get you to an alpha state. That is just one way to reach that state of readiness. So that is the first thing I wanted to address. The other thing I wanted to address is feeling like you need all the stuff, feeling like you need all the tools. And I know we've talked about it before, but I want to talk about it again. We received uh, an email from a listener and I don't have, I didn't ask if I could use her name, so I won't use her name, but she was really frustrated because she can't light candles in her apartment. So many spells require candles. So we talked through the elements and other ways that if you're stuck in an apartment, how you can incorporate those elements. So we talked through those electric lights, fake, fake candles, aka real electricity that puts off light. And the other elements in your home and also using the directions, like using a sunset or sunrise or facing south where we visualize the element of fire being. And there are just a lot of substitutes that you can use. Let's go back just a moment to some of the foundational energy work, because I know Corey had something to say on that.
1: Before COVID shut everything down, we had done a training where we talked about this study that was exploring how human beings exist at different frequencies based on like how we are feeling so like love is like a really high frequency and shame is like a really low frequency um we talked about um sort of the energy that we intake and put out based on that sort of like spectrum and how that fits in the world uh and everybody else's frequencies and how like spreading love and kindness and and strength lifts the frequency of the world basically right like the more love and 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 light and stuff that you can spread the more the frequency elevates and at that elevated frequency uh we can do like our best work
0: i bet there are a ton of similarities Between the idea of alpha state and that, yeah.
1: I'm sure. But also, I, yeah, I highly encourage gesture work. Mm -hmm. uh, Because there are positions with your hands or your arms that you can use to sort of evoke and invoke uh, the different elements. And that's what I like to do when I'm outside and candles will blow out. Um, I like to use gesture work to handle all of the elemental stuff
0: do you have a source for that or do you make it up or do you have a connection that mudras or anything like that
1: I read a book that I don't I think it was a Cunningham book I'm not sure where he somebody I don't remember who it was and I feel very bad about that but I'll try to find it (laughs) that just did a very basic sort of outline of you're facing north bring your hands in front of you at hip height face down like palms face down and when you're facing east put your palms at like chest height palms face out so you look like you're saying like stop and then like south you put your arms up for fire and when you're uh west you keep your hands up but you make like bowls out of them Mm -hmm. so like for water and like it's really simple yeah and it also frees you chant or sing or or just speak at the same time um and it requires nothing
0: yeah and you (laughs) know what nothing and that's what i that was one of the things i realized i'd skipped over Lori cabot and i'd also skipped over something we've talked a little bit about it but we haven't talked about how to do it is that energy is palpable It's right in front of you. It's there. You can feel and play with it. One of these methods to really hang on to and play with this energy is by making a ball. You may have seen the pictures of Tai Chi that looks like they're holding an invisible beach ball. And it is one method of creating energy that you can actually play with and feel. And it's called a ball. P S I. Take your hands and put one on the bottom and one on top as if you are holding uh, a ball. Um, And the the top one is if you put your thumb to your chest, it would be at your chest. And the lower hand in front of your belly, right in front of your belly button, your palm side would be there. And so you have that ball in front of you and just start to feel. I mean, if you do that right now. You can feel the energy between your hands and you can visualize that side ball and you can create that ball of energy and that energy is something that you can create to use in place of all the other tools. It might take some practice for you to just click into it and create that in the blink of an eye. But can you do it if you don't have anything else? Yes, you can. And some people are going to go to it really naturally. You're going to put your hands up and it's going to be there, whether you've ever something done it before that, or not.
1: Something that I like to do when I'm doing that kind of energy work, mm-hmm. um, this kind of actually, this helped me a lot. Um, so I'm going to share it in case it helps anybody else. Please. Is... Um, I like to do like one big clap, which I won't do because it will hurt dead ears. <laughs> and, and then um, I like to rub my palms together for about 10 seconds mm-hmm. because that is literally your body creating heat and, and energy through friction. Um, I also just love friction. I think it's as a metaphor, something really beautiful. But um, you, you then can feel that heat, which tells your brain like something's happening and then that sensation is easier to find when you're trying to create your, like, little energy ball.
0: Yes, uh, I agree.
1: Because your body is like, oh, I know I know what that energy feels like because I created it that time when I rub my hands together. I actually do that every time. I do, do a big clap so that it's, like, smack, and then I, like, rub, 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 rub. And then I use my hands to do whatever I'm doing.
0: Well, we talked really early on in the podcast about squeezing your hand really, really tight and, you know, doing that rubbing over your hand and that Mm -hmm. game where you used to then put your, um, you used to pull a spider web out of your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Same kind of thing, that energy, if you can start to feel it there. And I use it all the time for energy work and healing energy work at a distance right now. This was my really long way of saying, and the reason that I wanted to talk to Corey about it is that you don't need the tools. They're great. They help with focus. If you can use them in your beginner witch, yes, absolutely, they are going to help. But you don't need them. Yeah. All you need is you, which we I know we've said before,
1: but I think yeah, it bears repeating. it bears repeating, I think. Yeah. And also, if you're anything like me, some of your best work is gonna come from just a pen and paper. Yeah. Because words are magic and drawings are magic. Mm-hmm. And I I can accidentally spend an entire afternoon just watching like calligraphy videos or like I didn't uh, know sign, that. Like sign painting videos. Yeah, because I I find the act of taking something intangible, like a thought. And putting it through your hand onto paper with pen—that is magical. You can do such incredible work just with that. You can draw. You can draw your circle. You know what I mean? You can like draw your cardinal directions on your paper. You can draw on yourself. Um, I'm a big fan of body painting. Like, if you want to paint on your own skin or or whatever, like your body and a pen and paper are such powerful tools. I know we've said it before, but like sometimes we get very focused on all the pretties and the shinies. Um, And I'm guilty of that, my magic, my work, I could do it in an empty room with nothing. And so can you.
0: So before we go into our actual spells, Uh, we just want to sum up and remind you of a couple of things. One, you don't need all the tools that we talk about. You can adapt it uh, without tools and that these are adaptable. Both of these spells, yeah, they're just a a basic structure and an example of of what we've been doing. And I have to be honest, and I don't know about Corey, I did change a couple of things for publication (laughs) because I like to keep a a couple of things just to myself and that will probably never change because of boundary work and and that's the other thing too you don't uh, even if you are a public witch and you're out here doing this thing that we're doing podcasting or blogging or instagramming or whatever you don't have to share absolutely everything all the time
1: I have no such qualms that may change (laughs) But as of now, or you can. (laughs) I don't like. Well, there's just there's so there's so many things. There was such a dearth of information when I needed information Mm -hmm. that I don't want to hold back any information. Um, so I don't really have a lot of. Not that I'm saying that you are, but but like, I I am voracious for inspiration and ideas and stuff. And so.
0: and I do not judge you for that in any way, or anybody who decides to share everything as as well. Yeah, and
1: that's I, why I, that's why I share is because yeah. I wish I'd had that to gobble up myself. Um, and I feel and like it might change. Yeah. So,
0: well, well, and I I want to share enough of the structure, mm-hmm. just and and enough of how to get to that specifics or a substitution for my specific. Mm-hmm. I want to give enough information so that you have the knowledge but leave enough room for your own inspiration a jumping off point um and i think both are fine yeah, i think i think you're i think it's fine if you share it all yeah. and i think it's fine if you're have a little bit different boundaries like i do and that is why we're doing this podcast together
1: yeah cuz we're both we have both that very different approaches, which I think is gonna be exciting when you listen to the different spells we created because there are a lot of similarities, but Detta and I approach things very differently. And like we just have very different styles. And I think that's fun. Yeah, I think I think it's very important to just remember that you have everything that you need to do magic just by existing.
0: Yep. So here we go. How this came about this specific episode. I started writing something for Instagram that I wanted to share a couple of weeks ago. And two pages later, I was like, uh, this is a little bit too long for Instagram. We should just talk about it on the podcast.
1: <laughs> so, we, we've
0: yeah. all done that. But I do have a tile that I made. Um, They're not as good as Corey's. And now oh, I'm not. Goodness. I am not in- insulting myself. Corey's just so good at making I've tiles. just
1: spent a lot of hours cultivating...
0: You do so well. I have already used my spell for a long time, actually, this year. I developed it uh, two or three months ago, and I've been using it pretty consistently. And it's so funny because... (laughs) I'm so funny. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it's so funny because uh, I'm a little bit Lexi. Oh my gosh. I just have to segue here for just a second. Hide your diamonds.
1: Hide your exes. I'm a little bit Alexis.
0: Have you heard the mashup of of that and creep? Cause I'm a little, a little
1: bit Lexi. Oh my god, that's funny! It is so freaking good. Have you seen the folk version of a little bit Lexis that that person did with like an acoustic guitar? Acoustic
0: guitar, yes. Yeah. Yes,
1: I have. I love it. Lamborghini. (laughs) Um
0: <laughs> okay, sorry. Segway here. Anyway, we're back. <laughs> we're back and we're back. Sometimes you just have to get a little bit Alexa. Yeah, there you go. Well, I I have a mundane problem that I was dealing with as one should try to deal with in a mundane way if you can solve it that way. I finally was like, "What the hell? I have this power and this resource." And I need to draw on myself and on that power and my knowledge and because this is it's not budging. It wasn't budging and it it's been a long time and it the situation is getting worse and I need to put something behind it. And lo and behold, about three months ago, I started doing something and then I told Corey about it. And Corey was nice enough to put put a little bit of thought behind it and oomph behind it but I was doing specific spell work which one of them I'm about to share with you and things have started to shift in the problem and it's a work problem (laughs) so yeah and and it has um uh, one person has quit who was a an instigator an agitator I will call them uh, and I'm using them not as their pronoun, just to keep them unidentified because keep I, it vague. Yeah, so it's a different kind of they. And other things have started to happen with the other, uh, with with more of the situations. And and I'm also just in a better space about dealing with the issue and and what's going on as well. Which is the other thing that once you turn to magical work and manifestation work and spell work that starts to change sometimes you're the one that changes and find something better as well so that's that's what inspired me to say hey Corey,
1: want to do something about spells and she said yes and the spell that i brought today i have not done yet but i will be using it in my new place (gasps) by the time
0: this comes out you might have used
1: it Oh, I will have used it by the Oh, yeah. For sure, So
0: we're recording on Sunday, February. What? Sunday, February twenty first. Twenty first. It's a day, day after Mercury it? retrograde, y'all.
1: <sighs>
0: and although we... it's still untangling a little bit for me, I still had a tech issue today. You know, I boy, it breathes differently. Although I have a whole new mindset around Mercury retrograde that When we get towards the next Mercury retrograde, I will share with you. Ooh. But it'll be a while.
1: Well. Yeah, anyway. So, what is your spell about? uh, It's about cleansing a new space.
0: Because you're moving. And
1: blessing a new space. But I think that maybe we should head out to the bonfire and talk about it? Hey, let's do it. Cool. So.
0: Corey, I think, because I've read through your spell and I know you've read through mine. I think we kind of start the same way before spell work. So you want to talk about cleansing and shielding and boundaries and all that good kind of stuff?
1: Sure. I actually, that? I could even like run you through the whole spell real quick if you want. Oh, Do you want to do that? Sure. Okay. So this is a blessing spell, essentially. Nice. First and foremost, that's what this is. Um And what I like to do when I'm doing any kind of project, but especially a magic project, uh, is to set my intention. Because intention gives you a direction. And a direction gives you guidance. And guidance supports your spell work. (laughs) Yeah, the Um, more specific you are, the better your outcome will be. Exactly. So my intention with this spell is to create a space where I can thrive and release stale energy. So that is sort of the that is the the if this was a word cloud this would be the center of the word cloud okay I love word clouds anyway I do too. <laughs> So basically what you'll need for this, I like to gather my ingredients first because to me this is like a recipe. It's like a cookbook. Mm-hmm. you got to gather all your supplies first or a yep. construction project or a paint project or whatever. you got to gather your supplies. And may
0: I say why that is so important? Because if you're doing spell work that requires a, uh, casting a circle, then you don't have to go in and out and cut boundaries out of your circle to go and Oh, I forgot yes. that. Oh, I forgot that. So I love that you set that
1: Yes, and put that forward for our listeners. Thanks, Corey. Totally. What this spell needs, supplies-wise, or what I will what I will be using, um, is a white or light blue candle. You can also use a yellow one for the purposes of this. Uh, some dried chamomile, dried rose petals, basil, uh, patchouli oil, or crushed patchouli incense. Uh, either one, really fine. Uh, some crushed up sage, uh, a star anise. Uh, dried juniper berries and any type of blessing oil that you have. Like, I have a special oil that I use during ritual. And um, also a small potato. Now, you probably were like, I'm with you. I'm with you. And then I said potato. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I was so with you on potatoes. I love potatoes. potato. There are some potato. spells where you'll use an apple or whatever. This one, a small probably a Yukon gold or something nice and nice and, um, smooth. What made you choose that? Tell us. I chose potato (laughs) because, uh, I have recently, and this is exclusive, my friends. Uh, I've recently been sort of in conversation with a goddess. So that goddess, her name is Atesina. And she is a goddess of the Iberian Peninsula, the Lusitanians, and going back far, the Celts. So there's a lot of connection there. And Atesina, which is her name, and I am trying my best to pronounce it in the Portuguese, um, which is the most widely used. Uh, she is the goddess of Spring. Uh, She's also a moon goddess. She has a lot of parallels with Diana and Persephone.
0: Oh, you and Persephone.
1: Things are, and Diana, things are all coming together. So I have chosen the potato (laughs) because it is a, this is going to sound so stupid coming out of my mouth, but it's what I, what I mean is it's a lunar food. That does not sound stupid. It sounds stupid to say to me for some reason. (laughs) It's like it's a lunar food. It's a lunar food. Potato is a lunar food. It is. I don't think it's it's also. I also love potatoes as a symbol because they grow in dark, dirty circumstances. Mm. And also... And yet they come out so beautiful. <laughs> also, they're ugly. They're an ugly vegetable. No, they and I are delicious. Oh,
0: oh, I love them. See, I think they're beautiful vegetables because they're so round and... Well, some are, well, but oh, some, that's are
1: really, some are really tube tube-y Well, that is true, Because they're tubers. That is true too. Uh, but potatoes but are they're great. also and part just, of the
0: nightshade family. They
1: are. they oh, yes, are. And I just are. wonder what person looked at that and went, I'm going to put that in my mouth. And I think that's really <laughs> fun to think about. Um, so the potato is the candle holder. We'll get there.
0: Okay. I like that.
1: Um, if you would like, also, I will be carrying around with me, uh, an optional little container of, uh, moon water that I have made. Uh, I have a few different (laughs) vintages to choose from, uh, from different moons, um, to just sort of like anoint the entrances and windows of your home. Uh, so basically this spell is part arts and crafts, part chant, part movement, I would say. So like with any spell, like if you're trying to, I don't know, get real serious about it, um, you're going to want to cleanse your mind as well as your body. So take a shower, maybe dance it out, do a little free ecstatic movement with your body, like maybe some shaking like whatever you do to like cleanse your mind and your body to make it feel fresh and then create your circle whatever your process is for that we have had an episode all about that so feel free to refer to that if you are like I don't know how to cast a circle or you're just joining us or for a refresher also good but I create my circle I call my corners and invoke my deities and for this one I will be invoking Athena just to see if she will, you know, hold my hand through this one. But for this one, Detta mentioned earlier like doing your work in your circle. For a spell like this, mm-hmm. I like to create sort of this is <laughs> go with me in your imagination. Okay. I like to create a sort of like mobile bubble. Yeah. Or like force field. Yeah.
0: Around me That requires so that I a can... lot of visualization and a lot of focus, it which does. is great. So if you are new to that visualization world, just be aware of that. Yeah. Practice. And is practice. it
1: necessary? Not necessarily. A lot of You
0: know a lot of people don't cast circles. A lot of people just... We're going to be talking to um, Divine Hand Jim oh, in yes. a couple of weeks. And they don't cast circles that keep anything a lot of uh, keep anything out they a lot of people just don't feel the need for them so you gotta you gotta feel that one out for yourself
1: what i think of with this little mobile force field Mm -hmm. situation is actually more of like a way to keep with me all of the energy i built making this so that's like carrying that with me rather than keeping anything out it's more about keeping the power centralized so it kind of reminds me of charlie brown carrying around his own cloud
0: Oh, pig pen? But in a positive way. No. Charlie Brown, when the rain cloud followed him around. Oh, right. <laughs> but in a positive way. Aww.
1: Yeah. So, before we're getting up to move or anything like that, mm-hmm. you're going to want to uh, have all of your supplies gathered where you're going to make your circle, right? And then when your ritual space is ready and you're ready, you're going to combine all of your dry ingredients into a mortar and pestle or a mocajete which is like a just a different version. Basically, they're, they're essentially the same function. And if you don't have either of those, you can also use a Ziploc baggie and a rolling pin. You can use a spice grinder. You can use a high power blender. Uh, what the, the point of it is to grind all of your dry ingredients. <laughs> it's a recipe. Uh, dry, grind all of your dry ingredients into a sort of fine to finely coarse powder. Because what you're going to do with it is you're going to coat your candle with these herbs. So you're going to want to select your candle. That's very important. I am using a candle. It's a taper. It's a little bigger than a cigarette. So it's not very tall. It's not very fat. It's, you can't see this, so this is useless to you, but it's a candle this size. But perhaps she shall put it on a tile. I will probably post a picture when I make it, but, uh...
0: Those are chime candles. They're the little taper candles. They're small.
1: They're just a little simple ritual candle. Uh, They sort of look like the candles that you put in a menorah. They
0: are the candles that
1: you put in a menorah. Yeah. They're like a little ritual candle. Anyway, so you're going to want to make sure that your uh, spices are fine and your potato has been (laughs) washed and dried because you don't want a dirty potato. And uh, what you're gonna do is cut the bottom part off of your potato, just like a quarter inch of it, so that it has a flat surface. And then you're going to carve a hole in the top of your potato that is about the size of your candle, so that you can set your candle inside of it. Now, I am also going to take this opportunity to carve a couple of protective sigils into my potato. Potato is a great word, first of all, and it's also a great canvas. There's a lot of cool stuff that you can do to a potato. (sighs) Then basically what you're gonna wanna do is you're gonna wanna coat your candle in your spices. Now, a way you can do that is by coating the outside of the candle in an oil and rolling it in the spices. If that's not sticking or if like, you don't want to use an oil you can also take a lighter or a match and gently don't melt it till it's runny just like heat the sides of the candle and then roll it in the spices and they'll stick into the wax it's about preference for you there it's about what works better for you and then you put the candle in the potato you light the candle and then that is going to be when it is time to start saying your blessing I have written one. And you're gonna do it. I'm gonna read it to you. Uh, Do do do. Where is it? There it is. So this is just a little short um, poem, essentially, made out of couplets. And it starts with, cleanse this house and make it clear. Only good may enter here. All All joy and peace may it embrace. Blessings reign upon this place power and grace of mother divine protect this home and me and mine that we may thrive in heart and mind and what we've lost we're sure to find with strength like pillars holding fast I pray this blessing too shall last cleanse this house and make it clear that only good may enter here it's very simple you don't have to memorize it you can put it on a little piece of paper and carry it with you because I like to put all of my can, like candle offering, my little thing of moon water, my blessing on a... I have a disc that I would burn specifically for this type of thing. But you can use a plate or a cutting board or just a flat surface that you can carry around with you that you can keep a good hold on. Because fire safety first, everybody. Yep. So light your candle, start speaking your blessing, and very carefully... Begin to travel around your new home with your lit candle, repeating your blessing. You can say it once in every room. You can say it as you move. Whatever you'd like. You're going to spend as much time in each space as you feel like you need to. You're going to know when you can move on. I think it's important to pay special attention to windows and doors. Mm -hmm. Even the internal windows and doors. Because you don't want any space left out. You don't want any space unprotected. I think, um, and I think it's also important to spay, pay special attention to any places that you find particularly meaningful. I'll be spending a lot of time in the kitchen, for example. So it's a very important place to me. And then once you have, uh, or sorry, excuse me, as you're moving, if you do choose to use your moon water, just dip your thumb. And, um, I like to place it on each side of the door jamb, and then once right above me, on the door jam so that those three points are cleared or that cleared, but
0: you know, paid attention to blessed.
1: Um, and then once you have finished walking your space, um, asking for protection from whomever you're speaking to or, or just speaking your blessing, come back to your altar, place your candle there. And then if you've chosen a nice small candle like I did or a tea light or something or whatever you've chosen, I encourage you to sit with it and meditate on it until it burns out, um, which will, of course, be hard to do if you've chosen like a huge, tall taper yeah. or a pillar. So obviously, use what you have. Use your best judgment. But if you've got a small candle like I do, you might stick with it till it burns out on its own.
0: These little taper candles usually last about two hours, or if you get a votive that's not an emergency candle votive, the lasts about two hours. That's pretty good.
1: And a tea light yeah. will give you about an hour. Yeah. Oh. So if you have to use a tea light, you can use a tea light. You yeah. can just sprinkle your herbs on top of it. Yeah. Do what Do what works best for you. And then as soon as it burns out or you've decided that you feel good about ending your spell, extinguish your candle, thank your deities or whoever you've chosen, close your corners, close your circle. And then please, most important, don't forget to ground yourself with food cakes and ale cookies and juice or like I hope to do a big brand new house feast I'm hoping to make a stew a veggie stew Mm. because it makes me think cooking anything in my dutch oven makes me think of a cauldron
0: yeah (laughs) so I just
1: want to make like a beautiful stew for me and my partner to eat and sort of bless our new space with and I also just want to encourage you, in case you didn't
0: listen to our deity episode or don't know anything about deities, if you are calling on a deity for a spell, make sure you talk to them before uh, you call them for a spell and ask them okay. to join you. And I know that Corey has done that. because. I I have started that process, yes. She has. So it doesn't mean you have to, like, live with them for a year in your life before you call on them in a spell. But don't just wake up one day and say, I'm going to call this deity for this spell. Hi, how are you? Let's go. So just make sure you meditate with them a little bit beforehand. some
1: witches, I know personally some witches who do, who are like, I am looking for this type of energy with this spell. And... Then you ask, in my opinion. Then you ask. Yeah. Yeah, you can ask and just know that you're asking for a favor. Yeah, sorry, I'm not throwing shade.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, no.
1: (laughs) I I just want you to know that, like, you can, but, like, just, like, if you were asking for a favor from a friend, ask. You have to ask and, like, be polite and... And And then you have uh, to be open to the fact that they might say no. They might say no. Yeah. And And that's okay, too.
0: Yeah, and have an offering ready to go, oh, and not a sacrifice. Hence, hence
1: the potato. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. N- yeah. Not into sacrifice offerings. And sometimes gods don't want that either.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I also plan to do a little do a little shot afterwards. Just oh, to yeah. like. Because I also want it to be a fun place to live. And yeah. I think that sharing a little tequila shot with a Tejana oh, might... Yeah might solidify her wanting to be around so so you're bringing all the energy i just wanted to hang out with me yeah um but yeah so you're a more experienced witch than me what do you think of that spell i love every single element of it absolutely here's
0: the thing too about the potato i mentioned earlier that it's uh part of the nightshade family that's really good for uh talking in case you got any uh anybody hanging around Any spirits hanging around, it's a real, it's a non-threatening but knowledgeable, I know what I'm doing. So until you get to know, if if one, if you have spirits hanging around, two, do you want them hanging around or would you rather them go? And if if you're going to let them hang out. But it lets them know that um, you're there now and Mm -hmm. you're going to be respectful, but you're also not going to take any shit. Yeah.
1: And also, Atejana is also the goddess of the underworld. So <laughs> oh, I don't I know this like, goddess. I'm so excited to get st- to know stuff, her. Stuff that lives underground. I thought. Yeah. And what I hope to do with this potato, yeah, is after I am done with this spell, I'm gonna I'm gonna let it sit out and grow its little spuddy rooty things, and then I'm gonna plant it. Yes, that's my plan.
0: Oh my gosh, where might you plant it? Are you gonna plant it in a pot? Oh okay.
1: Until we live somewhere where I have ground that belongs to me. Awesome, y'all. Corey
0: is moving to my neck of the woods. (laughs) I am putting a plot of land aside for her to grow vegetables. The second,
1: the second that I found out after she stopped screaming at me in all capital letters, uh, she just goes, "You can garden at my house." (laughs) <laughs> and I got very excited. Yeah, it's going to be fun. To get my hands in the dirt. Yeah. Well, well, I've been talking a lot. Let's oh, talk about your spell. Me too. So I
0: love, love the fact that you have this bright blessing spell. And I, because it juxtaposes my boundary, do no harm, take no shit spell. I, I've been very, I, I've, I'm pretty easygoing. I'm a pretty loving, easygoing human being, except when people mess with people that I love and Mm -hmm. people, and, and they also mess with something that I know. And people have been messing with the people that I actually am there to do the work for and to share my knowledge with. I have decided to talk about this, but keep it vague. Because I'm just tired <laughs> of taking any of this shit, I wrote this when I, when I had had one of those weeks at work, and I was just done. If this resonates for you on a work level awesome or a personal level, just adapt it. This spell is basically for when when there's an injustice going on. that is that is really what this is about. And I think it took me a long time, and Corey and I' have talked about this to realize, yeah, this is this is a case of injustice. I have done my work. I have examined myself. I have taken my responsibility, if there was any, um, to take. Uh, you know, just examined. Okay, you know,
1: I don't want to just outright go, oh, no, I'm right, you're wrong. So I didn't. I am very similar to Detta in the way that if someone comes for my family or my friends, yeah, get the fuck out of the way mm-hmm. because things are about to get really unpleasant for you. And um, just what I'm allowed to know about Detta's situation had me so freaking heated Ooh,
0: yeah and that's the other thing too i could only tell Corey certain things because some of it is it has to be private because it's work um yeah so which i totally get
1: yeah but just yeah, yeah, yeah. just what i know pissed yeah. me the heck off oh i was so mad oh i was an angry little teapot i was steaming <laughs> i was so mad oh i was so mad And I loved having that energy at my back. Thank you, Corey. No, I'm serious. It
0: was really good. And and I have to say that was also a turning point where because I'd kind of been doing some of this stuff and I just went, you know what? I know how to do this. We're doing it. So this is my personal main part of my job. I kind of told you all about that. And uh, no, I don't want to leave my job for lots of reasons. Uh, not yet, anyway. And, and yeah, a part of it is because I love the actual job part of it, just not the people who are... Ain't that the way? I know. I know. Ain't and, that but, the way? But you know what? I've been there for a long time. And this is the first time that's happened. So I have to say, I also have to show gratitude and blessings that this is the first time in I've been there eleven years. This is the first time I've dealt with this, and that's they're a all new good people. Ratio. Yeah, it is. But uh, the ones that are the agitators are all new people and new to the jobs. Anyway, I'm not going to accept corruption or abuse. Uh, The situation is an example of a small amount of people who have a little bit of power, and they can make the simplest, most joyous work a big old slug if you let them. So I'm I'm not doing that anymore. So it is a fight I'm willing to engage in (laughs) also because my colleagues, because of the students, and also because it is the job where I get my health insurance. I mean, let's talk about practicalities there's
1: sometimes you just cannot some, you, have, you have to deal with a situation some real right? root chakra stuff you got to keep yeah. that foundation stable
0: yeah so and, and 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 it's am i looking for another situation maybe but i'm first going to try to change the one I, i'm in you know I, i'm not at a point where i'm being so abused that I feel like I have to run and I know some people are and then they still have to stay in their job so hopefully this will help I I worked on the physical level as I told you and now I've decided to pull out all the magical support the last three months Um, one of the incidigators as I said has quit and I didn't use any curses or hexes I just used a spell for everyone's best outcome now it's not that I'm not willing to pull out those big guns but there's no need to pull out those big guns if other methods will work first Uh, this was an intense period and I finally was activating the power and that I always had available to me and so every meeting that I had with these particular people If I did anything that had to do with my job, I started to incorporate this incredibly simple spell. And I sat down first with intention and around my workspace, physical, mental, and technologically, since that's mostly where I'm doing my work right now. But I'm in Zoom with them a lot, or I'm on email. So this is meant as a deflection spell. The spell, shield, boundary deflect that's what i've named it what you need what
1: may i just say real quick i don't want to cut you off or fuck up your flow but the way you're talking about how your work is mostly zoom got me thinking about like uh i know that it's not necessarily a thing and if it is and i am wrong please somebody reach out and talk to me about it but it got me thinking about like technomancy and like magic with technology
0: yeah uh, now
1: maybe I've just read one too many fanfics where my favorite no. witch is a technomancer, but hey, you know, uh, SPN forever. Even though that fifteenth uh, season finale was so bad, so bad, so bad, <laughs> offensively bad. Anyway, uh, but I it got, that got me thinking about technomancy and yeah. how you're like you're cleansing your technical space as well.
0: I totally am because I you're to- getting
1: you're getting energy from across that yeah you are interaction and. You got to keep that space clear, too.
0: You do. And and also because it, I'm also doing it on a physical level, not just through the techno, but absolutely dealing with the tech, technical side of it. Mm-hmm. But there is actual little literal space between me and where the person is out in the real world. So I'm dealing with that as well. Oops. But, but y'all. I've been visualizing and doing that in between space work for a really long time. I just start to talk up. My hands are vibrating right now and they're really, (laughs) really hot. So I do a lot of distance healing. And I and I have again for a long time and I've been working with, uh, yeah, I could go on about that for a long time, but I've used that space as well. So shielding, let me talk just a little bit about my shielding method and I'm going to share the concept with you, but not specifically what I use. And I imagine an energy source that has a specific color that's important to me. Sometimes I change my energy source depending on what spell work I'm doing uh, because all that color coordination and magical correspondence uh, really helps. Just adds a little bit of oomph. You don't need it. All you need, I'll just say this again, all you need is your brain and your thought and your intention. This just helps me solidify it and spell work and manifestation. I see that in my mind's eye. It's a pliable thing, meaning that if I want to let somebody in, I can let somebody in. But if I want to block you out, it goes solid and that energy cannot get in or it will bounce it back. This is a very rubber and glue spell, everyone. (laughs) Very, very much. Rubber so glue like-
1: back to you. Exactly, right? Did you ever say that chant when you were in school? Oh, probably? I rubber your glue. Whatever you say bounces off me and sticks back on you. Yep, a hundred percent. That's I got a spell. Fun everyone of a lot as a child. Yeah,
0: so our children have been doing spells for years and didn't even know it. That's like the cootie shot. <laughs> so once I visualize my energy shield I set my boundaries I accept love and positive information for transformation and good energy now I know the good energy thing that's a little bit vague and if you need to make it more specific do so depending on my activity I make it very specific and then the deflection which is the rubber and the glue folks if anything Any energy, an idea, a new rule, a decision that is not for my best outcome or the best outcome of the people whom I'm actually there to provide a service for, meaning if there's any manipulation or non-transparency or a secret agenda to tear me down, my work down, or the people around me down, or my colleagues who are aligned with the actual mission of our organization and our work, if that energy is present, And if it is attempted to be manifested by the other people in, quote, the room, then the essence of it, then that ill intent and that deceit is deflected back to the sender. It will infest and infect them, not me. And yes, even if they believe that what they are doing is for the best of everybody, if it isn't actually aligned, if their intentions are not aligned for the best outcome of everybody, it will go back to them. And I've already seen it happen. Which is also why it is crucial that you are in alignment, that you have done your own work, shadow work if you need to, that you have made sure that you are the one in alignment, or it's going to come back on you. So do the work. Okay, back to this. And I've seen it happen in a lot of different situations, a lot of things that have started to fail since I've started working this spell. So if it is for the actual best outcome, sometimes this is hard because we as humans don't always see the best outcome in the moment. It's that old cliche of, you know, when one door closes, another one opens. And, and that's why knowing your boundaries are so crucial. It's why knowing what you want is so crucial, and it's why your intention and your, your alignment is, is crucial to the spell. Don't stay in a situation that's not healthy, but uh, that's another chapter, another spell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, me, uh, let me go back to, before I start, my little chant, which is even more simple than your chant. So I don't know what you were talking about. That was a beautiful poem you were doing. Let's talk about what you need. Uh, What you need, you can use string, shoelaces, your hair. I use my hair because I have long hair, especially now with COVID. I have only cut my own hair. And all I've cut are my bangs, not my ends, which probably need some serious help. So I I braid my hair, but not everybody can do that. You need three strands uh, so that you can braid.
1: That makes sense. And
0: color will enhance the spell, but it's not necessary I use different colors of elastic bands for the ends of my hair. And if you want more intensity, I have elastic bands throughout the braid that act as my knots. Because I know you're all going to be shocked. This is a knot spell. So, (laughs) What? what? Dada? Doing a knot spell? If you have been listening, you know I love knot spells. I love them, love them. Uh, If you're using strings, you can knot the three peri periodically throughout your braid and then continue the braid astrology all this is a spell that I use in my meetings and so I'm aware of the planets and what they are during my meetings and I'm I prepare and I'm aware and I use them as keys but unlike other spells I don't plan the spell around the astrology I just use it and adjust it for the energy that's present in the time that makes sense Yeah.
1: And so you're going to be focusing
0: your intent in three areas, shielding, boundaries, and deflection. And we already went over those three things and what they mean. So make your intentions very specific and clear your mind. Cast a circle if you cast a circle. What Corey said earlier, check out our little... 10 minute it was an extrasode
1: it was an extrasode
0: yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh, clear your mind see and feel your definitions for these three words a minute or two at first much faster after you've established a connection to the spell I now can just do it it's rote when I get up in the morning and I know I'm going to use it and name each strand as you braid and chant out loud if possible as you braid shield boundary deflect I demand respect. Shield boundary deflect. Honesty I expect. Shield boundary deflect. Ill will I reject. Shield boundary deflect. My spell does protect. Here on this one, I visualize all those, starting with myself, that may need protection from this ill will or malicious action that may be coming my way. Shield boundary deflect. You will not go unchecked. If I've left uh, if I have hair left to braid at that point, or if your string is longer, I repeat shield, boundary deflect until the braid is finished. I then take my elastic or uh, last knot if you're making um, string magic here, and say, "With this knot, I am aligned. May justice and truth stay intertwined. At the end of the day or meeting or work activity, I unbraid my hair, um, saying, and I always spritz my hair, by the way, or wash it as well. When I, if I'm undoing the spell, Um, rule of three, one, the spell is done. You may choose to cleanse your twine, but if I use string or twine, I prefer to unravel it or burn it as in my desk cauldron. So check your fire safety. If you do this, especially if you do it inside, uh, the power of a knot spell is in the releasing of it most of the time. So make sure you release the energy when you are ready to be done with the spell. Now, some knot spells, the power is in remaining in the bind, but this is not one of them. This is a release
1: one. That makes yeah. total sense to me too because like you're not trying to bind anyone into doing something. Mm-hmm. You're trying to do something a little more active, yeah, um, like a repelling type situation. Yeah. So that makes yeah. total sense to me. And and I had to stop a couple of times. And Tor-
0: Corey's gonna tell a story now,
1: <laughs> just for a little levity. On my brother and my my brother, uh-huh. On my brother, my brother and me, which is the podcast the McElroy boys do together. Um, Every single time Justin cracks a can of soda while they're recording, Griffin will stop what is happening and go, yeah, big dog, grip it and rip it. And just like, just like fucking roast him for 30 whole seconds about it. And then afterwards, one time he goes, you know, Justin, if you just crack those Coke zeros before we started, I wouldn't have to do this to you. <laughs> And now we're back from that story. So what did you... We've just got some mouth noise in here today, fam. (laughs) It's just got some mouth noise. (sighs) Okay. Sorry if that grossed you out. No, that's okay. (laughs) So what what do you think? So this works... Would this work for you? I like this spell a lot for a number of reasons. Um, Reason number one, it's simple. I also have long hair and I constantly braid it. I don't know if you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but Amy Santiago stress braids her hair. I do that also. So I'll like, I'll find a piece. My best friend, Claire, she used to take her hair and she would twist it. And then she would tie it in a knot
0: Yeah. like this,
1: just like tie it in a little knot. And she would just have little knots in her hair everywhere. Um, and I kind of picked that up from her, but I do like little braids all the time. And I, what I like about this is that it can be done anywhere. Yeah. And it can be adapted in any way. A braid spell, oh, a braid spell is so beautiful because you can assign a word or intention or feeling to each strand, and that makes it so easy to chant. And by the way, if I don't want to
0: commit to that hairstyle for the day, and this is what my tile is, I just take a section of my hair, and I braid a section of my hair, not all of my hair. Oh, yeah, just a little so, section. Yeah, so exactly that kind of thing. Yeah, it is It is a very portable if you have long hair, or even if you don't. And what I love, too, is,
1: yeah. is if you like to work with ribbons or if you like to work with Mm -hmm. flowers or if you like to work with whatever you could weave a piece of colored yarn into your hair you could weave
0: I I weave color in all the time not just elastics but I usually am weaving in the colors of my goddess when I do that uh just because I so black and red but yes you can do all of that I love the flowers
1: too yeah I I in college got very into braiding flowers into my hair (laughs) I remember that. Because I'm that person. I actually, Uh, Corey, I remember that about you. I would take like fresh green stalks of lavender and just braid them into my hair. Um, Because that's who I am. Uh, But what I also love too is the releasing of the spell. Because particularly, and I am speaking pretty much to hair right now. Particularly for hair. uh, The act of, of taking down my hair at night. My hair, I'm very vain. I'm not very vain about a lot of things, Um, but my hair, I might as well be Samson. My hair is my coif of power for sure. I'm very, very vain about it. Uh, It's one of the only things about myself that when I get a compliment, I'm like, thank you, I know, Um, (laughs) because my hair is great. And um, you do have
0: great hair. I have great hair,
1: thank you. I have great hair. And so when I take it down at night, like that's me sort of taking off my armor. Mm-hmm. Especially when I was going out into the world a lot. Mm. Um, but I think that's such a beautiful way to, like, make it important. Yeah. And give so much power to releasing that energy. And then you can brush it out and do... Uh, just It's it's great. Brush oils you're... through it. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> that sounds good.
0: So, But string works just as well. And in a pinch, when I've had shorter hair which hasn't been for a long time, but I would use shoelaces. (laughs) Hell yeah, shoelaces. I would undo them and restring them with the chant in mind. Different chant than this one, but yeah. Absolutely. So that's, those are some very specific, detailed spells for y'all, if you want to take them and adapt them.
1: And even if not, these are some, some insight into how we build our spells. Yeah, Detta and I work similarly, but also very differently. Mm-hmm. Like these spells are very, very different, um, but each totally adaptable into whatever your means or circumstances are. Yeah. I think
0: I love your spell. I love your spell, and I and I, lo- and I and definitely I have done potato work before, and it's really potatoes are so
1: powerful, cool, y'all. There's a reason that when you're a kid, they're like, look, it can be a clock. It's because potatoes are neat as heck. Oh, they're so
0: great. <laughs> they're so great. And they taste really good, too. Oh, I'm about so.
1: to make up some potatoes for dinner, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, Corey. Yeah? I' want to
0: send up some sparks?
1: I would love to send up some sparks. Dada. Let's do it. So who's your spark today, Corey? Uh, I found this Instagram that I have now seen every single post of because I scrolled back through the whole thing because I stalked it for like an hour yesterday. Uh, And it's a a Instagram uh, profile called Half Hippie Life. Oh, yeah. So you might have seen on the Instagram that we recently followed them, and it's because I'm obsessed with them now. And, yes. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So Half Hippie Life is half hippie life is this really cool duo I'm gonna pull them up real quick so that I can sort of give their little tagline so basically they're like a skincare store Um, and I I love me some skincare I have so many so many serums uh, but they are a vegan BIPOC owned plastic-free Um, in a number of their packaging, they're plastic-free. They're made for for everybody and our planet, is what it says. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Powered by plants, made for everybody and And our planet. And they
0: are in my shower as we speak. Really? Yes.
1: (gasps) I love that. So I already use native deodorant because I really like... Uh, I like it, but if I ever, for some reason, my pits decide I don't like it, I will maybe try this one because it's a similar deal. But they have so many amazing products, and they have like CBD products, and they have they just have. I like a company that can do the quality and consciousness. Yeah, me too. Thing. And this is one, and the diversity in marketing is very important to me as well. I'm looking at their
0: page right now. It's absolutely gorgeous. And And,
1: like so many so many companies like say they do diversity in their in their like copy, you know, in their in their production photos and stuff like that. But like it's not. It's 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 the bare minimum and this is like I just love this. I love this store very much, and uh, I can't wait to, as a treat to myself after the moving process, buy myself a little something from their shop. Their their skin
0: cleanser is just so good. It's so good, <laughs> and for my for my older skin, it's nourishing enough without giving me acne, which I really appreciate. It took me a long time to find. Something like that. They're really great. I love them a lot.
1: I love that. So, They're but most... I didn't
0: know their Instagram page. So, thank you. This is yeah. freaking amazing. And I also didn't know they
1: did CBD. Yeah. Which is and this, great. Uh, as of the day of this recording, the most recent post they did was of this uh, a face mask, skin mask, whatever you want to use it for, I guess. And it's called Cosmic Dust, and it's kind of sparkly, and it's just very cool. And I'm very excited about it. It's purple. <laughs> it's purple. Uh, anyway check them out please because they're great.
0: What about you? What's yours? Mine is st- is also Instagram <laughs> stay woke tarot. I love and that. she was doing so many uh reels and live reels and I have missed her because she I think the last one she did I want to say it was January 28th and but she's got a lot there if you want to go on And look yep the last one she did was January 28th but she is she's still posting on Instagram but if you want to go back and listen to and watch her IGTVs they're so good she's only got about eight of them um I, I just love her I absolutely love her and I'm gonna have to stalk her a little bit because I am missing seeing I do I caught her live a couple of times which was awesome but um her last one the last one that she posted was the media's erasure of older tarot readers (laughs) yeah yeah she's freaking awesome and her name is Rashonda Tramble and she's a writer and practices Reiki three um Anyway, she's just, I freaking love her. I love her. So check out her page and her tarot stuff.
1: Yes, please. Yeah. Um, I guess a couple of businessy things before we go. Yeah. Uh, I want to remind everyone that this Saturday is when our newsletter is coming out. And if it's okay with Detta, I'd like to attach the spells we wrote to this month's newsletter. I think that's brilliant so that you can have access to those and maybe use them as a template for yourself or if they're spells that you need in your life. So be sure to get our newsletter so that you can get the full uh, iterations of those spells.
0: And yeah, they're way also, too long for Instagram. They're <laughs> way too
1: long for Instagram, my friends. And also don't forget that if you are looking to expand your personal journey, if you sign up for Warrior Goddess Witchcraft's Warrior Journey course, if you use... The <laughs> I still can't get over saying this. If you use promo code bonfire10, you can get 10% off of that course. She gave us a bon... She gave us a promo code. I just love it. I just can't with how cool that is. Yeah. Uh, So that's bonfire10 for 10% off of the Warrior Journey course. Yeah. And there'll be a link
0: in the show notes that you can follow. Definitely be a link. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you'll hear a ton about it on March 23rd when we release her episode. But we also mentioned it at the end of our last episode to just uh, introduce you to... Just briefly to what we're talking about. So, head to her Instagram page, Warrior Goddess Witchcraft, and follow her link tree, and you will know of what we speak. It's going to be a Heck great course. Yes. And she is a wonderful human who you will get to meet in your ears on March 23rd.
1: We love you, Teresa. Love you. <laughs> Well, I think that's all our business. Um, Today's been really fun. I enjoyed this. Let us know if you enjoyed this and want to maybe hear more um, spell work. This was really fun and I think enriching for both of us.
0: It was really great to just share a practice with you.
1: Yes. And look out for potato pictures. (laughs) And for my hair. Yes. Which is always great. But until next time, be well. Harm none. And don't forget that you are magic.
0: Hey, listeners, thank you so much for being here. And if you liked it, we would love it if you would take the time to head over to Apple Podcasts and review us or Spotify and like us. Is that right, Kurt? Click that.
1: Click that little heart, that little add to episodes button. <laughs> um, it, if you leave a review and a little something, A little written review that really helps other people find us. Uh, It really helps this community to grow.
0: And we've been shouting you all out on Instagram.
1: Yes. Um, And you can, uh, after you're done, you know, leaving us a little love on iTunes or Spotify, um, feel free to contact us on Twitter at Bonfire Babble
0: or Instagram
1: at Bonfire Babble Podcast
0: or Facebook
1: at Bonfire Babble Podcast. Really? And at really? our
0: Gmail, which is what?
1: Bonfire Babble Podcast at gmail.com. No way. For That's a great place to go if you want to sign up for our newsletter. Just leave the word newsletter in the subject line and we will get you on the list that goes out the second Saturday of every month.
0: We have been answering emails from listeners and we love getting that mail. And we love answering your questions.
1: Yay very much. We are very excited also that now we have a brand new avenue for communication. And what is it, Dada?
0: It's a P.O. box.
1: It's a P.O. box! We have a P.O. box now. So uh, several of you have shown interest in uh, sending us mail, and now we have a place for that to go. It's very exciting stuff. And that address is Bonfire Babel. P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. So if you feel so moved, um, that is there for you, and we would love to hear from you. I would like to acknowledge that we are on the traditional land of the first people of Seattle, the Duwamish people, past and present, and honor with gratitude the land itself and the Duwamish tribe. For more information, reach out to realrent.com dot org.